This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Minutiaman is up next when we talk about Joe Biden's mean dogs. But first, listen to this other great OPI show. On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick, Adam, tell the people what the Champions League is not going to have this time for the first time in many years. Two best players, arguably, of all time, will not be playing anymore in the Champions League. Got to listen to find out. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Hey, hey. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey. I'm going I'm to hey. do the show as a mouth guy. Good? Hey. hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> That'll be great. <laughs> uh, so, um, we saw each other for the first time in months yesterday right yes i mean i couldn't re- so uh i saw half I gotta, of your face i saw the top half of your face <laughs> yeah right exactly yeah I've, d- I've gotten a lot of dental work done so you couldn't <laughs> couldn't see uh but what i want to mention first of all a couple of great things i love having to take a book to you to get your autograph yeah that's not about the most humiliating yeah. thing that i do uh <laughs> That's why we met because yeah. uh, we, you know, occasionally we get orders for some of the books that we have, that we publish at Eckhart's Press, and in this case, it was the uh, Cubs book that I wrote, Every Cub Ever, and somebody wanted my autograph, and Dave has the books, and Dave does the shipping, and Rick is, you know, seventeen miles away, <laughs> so he's the talent. Rick's the talent. <laughs> we have to figure out how to connect, and that's what happened. Well, one thing I didn't notice, and it was pretty disconcerting, is. You didn't look as fat as I was hoping. I'm sorry. Okay. You know, you were wearing your Mr. Rogers, was it a cashmere purple sweater? What 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 dad sweater were you wearing yesterday? Was it the yeah. purple cashmere? Yeah, it was the cashmere, yeah. Um and I got to tell you, you you weren't nearly as doughy as I was hoping. So, and I want to remind you, you took a fat oath with me back in 97 are you I, you know are you losing weight what's going on what what is what is are you sick i know is it a crohn's disease thing no, or what, what's going you. on the truth is uh, i'm exercising every day what are you doing and you know the weather's starting to get a little nicer you know, i'm taking long walks with the dog i'm on the uh stationary bike out in the garage uh, but don't worry i'm still uh i still drink too much i still eat too much i you know i'm doing all the things that you want me to do well, you're not trying nearly as hard then because you were, I, mean, I don't want to say you were hot, but you're like, you know, you're not nearly as, as I, I'm doughy not, as. I'm not concerned about looking hot. I'm concerned about not dying. That's that's it. That's it. I'm 57. You know, it, it could happen any moment. And you know, the yeah. embarrassing death thing. That's like the number one worry that I have. So like autographing a book. And then having a grabber as you were autographing the book, would that be an, uh, would that be one of those embarrassing death? Well, you know, scenarios? you asked to meet me at the Rivers Casino in, in Des Plaines. <laughs> so I got there at the appropriate time, and then you called me and said, you're 45 minutes away. So, you know, I started walking around the, the parking lot at the Rivers Casino, and here's the super sad thing. <laughs> it was packed. It was packed. It was one o'clock in the afternoon on a During Wednesday. A pandemic. During a pandemic. pandemic. 
<laughs> Come on, Red. <laughs> it was packed. Uh, so anyway, I'm glad we got that all worked out, and I hope the the uh, reader who gets the uh, autographed book is happy because we right. went through hell for them. Right. The su- I love driving in the suburbs. That is just good. <laughs> There's like 12,000 <laughs> flipping suburbs, you know, and they, they just keep going on and on. And how many fucking olive gardens do you people need? <laughs> the funny thing is when you when you stay on the same street and it changes names like 12 times because well, each town calls the street something different. Well, so you said North Avenue. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And I thought North Avenue was the North Avenue in Chicago. Yeah. You know, or at least or at least, you know, similarly paralleled but it's not it was a whole different north avenue yeah, i'm sorry right yeah 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 well so, let's let's do well, some minutiae yeah, i mean yeah. we're really getting deep into the minutiae here but i think we have some stories to share with people don't we yeah do you want a jingle or no or yeah sure not let's, ask? let's do it here we go you're listening to minutia men featuring the wacky exploits of your good pals rick and dave give them 22 minutes and they'll give you absolutely nothing of value okay this is from our social psychology desk um and this comes from stanford university uh right. i'm reasonably sure that we won't get in trouble because there's a nobody from stanford that's probably listening to this fancy <laughs> uh, this podcast uh, but the Zoom, this new Stanford study says that Zoom um, triggers our fight or flight survival reflex. Did you read about this? Have you seen this? And I don't, I didn't read it, but I totally buy into it. Yeah. So we're making, you know, as you know, it's our one year anniversary, basically, of staying at home. And we have obviously embraced the Zoom technology. And a new study finds that staring at your coworker's face up close and personal <laughs> and, and is triggering your fight or flight survival re- reflex it is disturbing yeah well because when we see somebody's face and when you're on a zoom screen sometimes it's you know the entire you know, 22 inches of your screen or whatever is you know my face yeah. i would imagine that that would probably trigger a, a flight uh reflex um so so what i was you know yes i understand that with with seeing other people's faces but you see your own face that's too. the part right. that gets me i that's why i'm on the stationary bike and <laughs> and going on long walks because i was looking at fat face <laughs> it's like oh my god and you stare at yourself it's just like you imagine if you're looking in a mirror for that long you would never do that i'm on zoom you know 25 or 30 hours a week you know if teaching or you know handling business right yeah yeah. uh yeah and uh, you know you notice oh that light's reflecting off my bald head that's not good i gotta do i gotta change i gotta change that lighting and it's like well there's another chin hello chinny haven't seen you for a while right oh look at look at those nose hairs right there look when i laugh i i've got wrinkles around both eyes i didn't know that yeah and i'm gonna change my little profile name to jabba the hut uncle fester you know because so really for us it's a self-loathing problem more than anything else so don't do zoom calls with us because you'll just flee yeah right people will just get out of town but you know think about people like you know my my oldest son uh tommy who's you know on the a spectrum and has a hard time with uh uh making Facial eye contact yeah a zoom call, uh, call has got to be torture for somebody like that well 
I've I've been suffering from low confidence, self confidence forever. So I never look and kind of like Tommy. I never look anybody in the eye. I just I'm very slinky. You know, I slink. You know, I'm, I'm very slinky over the last fifty years. Yeah, you zip but, in, yeah. you zip out, you do your little one-liner <laughs> zinger, and you move right. on. Right. You, you, you cower if someone's going to hit you, right? And then you move away. But yeah, Zoom is like, oh, fuck. I got to like, people are looking at me and I'm looking back and there's, so I have more vibrant relationships through a screen than I've ever had in my entire life, really. I, I really thought for a while there that Zoom was going to uh, take over, you know, um, even after pandemic, when it's all done, that people are going to do more Zoom. I've come to the conclusion that as soon as people can go back to the office, even if it's a major pain in the butt, they're going to go back to the office because of Zoom. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of disagree. I think so many companies are going to realize how cheap it is to do their, you know, their, I don't have to fly to Denver anymore. I well, that's true. Make that's true. Make Chuck and accounting get on a Zoom call. Uh, yeah, I have a feeling Zoom is here to stay. All right. Um, is that my uh, toupee? My toupee should be here any day now. <laughs> are, are you done with your story? Yeah. Okay. I have. That was kind of dismissive. That was a little dismissive. No, no. I just didn't know. Sometimes you'll you'll come in at the end with a like a minutia men minutia quiz that I wasn't expecting, and you know, so okay. just asking. Right. Um, I have a story about uh, our current president, President Biden. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's made uh, his dogs part of his personal brand. As as much of his personal brand as, you know, his scrappy scant, Scranton roots and his yeah. anecdotes of overcoming grief, his folksy and demeanor. pop. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, anyway, he's got two dogs, two German Shepherds, Major and uh-huh. Champ. And late Tuesday, a Secret Service official told the Washington Post that Major nipped at an agent's hand at the White House, causing a minor injury and leaving a small mark. The skin was not punctured. There was no bleeding. Um, I like how they describe it. There was no bleeding, said the official, who spoke on the condition of anonymity to describe a sensitive subject. (laughs) It's a dog. Uh, The agent resumed normal duties after the incident. Uh, So I bring this up to you for a couple of reasons, Dave. Uh, Number one, does it remind you of anything? Yeah, your bitch dog that that hates my guts. Yeah, and 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 I, you know, she broke my skin. If you remember, and this your heart, the, the, and my heart. Well, what I think is hilarious about the story is that there was no broken skin. So what does it mean? He just there was it wasn't that's not a bite. I know it's like a exactly it's a kiss. Well, this has been a big story. Everyone knows the story. This has been a huge story. So Champ and Major, this is the spokesperson. Champ and Major, the president and first lady's dogs, are members of the family and are still getting acclimated and accustomed to their new surroundings and new people, she said, reading from her notes. And on Monday, the first family's younger dog, Major, was a little surprised by an unfamiliar person and reacted in a way that resulted in a minor injury to that individual. It was handled by the White House Medical Union, a unit no further treatment is needed which i you know is fine right the story should end there don't you think yeah but have you been listening have you been reading some of the tweets from <laughs> yes, crazy people about that's this what, that's what i wanted to bring up because they are completely cra- cartoonish uh here's one from uh representative lauren bobert oh yeah the uh illegal yeah go ahead i read this one go ahead 
Biden can deport his dogs for violent acts, but not illegal immigrants. I guess the White House is in a sanctuary city, she said. Yeah. Okay. That's the nutty right. Would you like to hear the nutty left? I think I know where you're going, but yeah. I, I read this one, too, from that Peter guy. Yes. Whatever his name Liberal is. activist yeah, yeah, Peter Dao has a different take. I'm seeing more empathy and concern for Biden's dogs than caged migrant children, he says. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Shut up. Come you know, on. Just, yeah, I know. It's um, we just we cannot let anything go in this country, yeah, especially since we know the real problem here. The real problem is anti-German discrimination. Because they're yeah. German shepherds. Invade one little country, bite one little person, no one will ever let it go. Yeah. Uh, it was was the Secret Services uh, Secret Service guy's name Rosenblatt by any chance? <laughs> okay. All right. Now you've taken it in a dark, dark way I didn't want to go. Uh, do you like the show? Would you like to help keep it going? Then be sure to rate this podcast with a five-star rating. Try not to mention the the deep uh, <laughs> cliff that uh, Dave just jumped us off of. If you, if you leave a comment, we may read it in a future podcast. We appreciate you and your continued support. So please, uh, please do that. And in the meantime, we have another feature. Remember what this feature is called, Dave? That'd be studio walls, right? It would be time now for studio walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where we go into our archives and find uh, appropriate things for the week uh, because we have been working together for so many years. And this coming week, Dave, is St. Patrick's Day, which is a huge day in Chicago. Last year, uh, it happened just as the virus was shutting us down. This year, it looks like we'll have another less than full out drunk fest, which is going to cost the bars millions of dollars in Chicago. But if you remember right, last year, we were just ahead of the curve, just a few days before the world shut down, maybe even the day before, two days before, we invited Irish musician Timothy O'Shea to come into the studio. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was great. And he didn't, wasn't he stuck? Isn't he from Ireland and he was stuck? Hell, he may still be here. Could He couldn't get home, right? Remember, everything was shut down oh that's right yes yeah, he was here for and he had no gigs that's because right. everything had shut out that's right yeah because he had been booked to, to play every bar in the area right yeah right and he had nothing to do i think he was angling to stay at your house and you just kind of blew him off yeah okay well, I have a, a clip that I'd like to play. Here it is. St. Patrick's Day. Here we go. And my wife is actually Irish, uh, Irish-American. Uh-huh. Uh, her family's from County Cork, mm-hmm. uh, which means my children are half Irish. There you go. Um, and I always kind of feel a kinship, kinship to the Irish people, and I love Irish music. Mm. And that's why we have you here. We'd like you to play a couple of songs for sure. us. If you can tell us about this first song you're going to play. Uh, this first song... Uh as Tony was saying that most of the Irish songs are sad they are sad but this song isn't that sad I might sing it sadly but it's a song about going back to Ireland most of the songs are about leaving Ireland but this is the only one that I know of probably the only one left (laughs) about going back so I'll try to sing that for you it's called uh, Welcoming Paddy Home Paddy of course is a generic term for Patrick or people from Ireland called Patrick (laughs) 
true born Irish man I never deny what I am I was born in the sweet Tipperary soil 3,000 miles away So hooray me boys hooray On board to the west I will roam But the sun it will shine In the harvest time To welcome poor Paddy home Girls, they are airy and frisky. I'll come and take you by the hand. And St. Jimmy McCree, won't you come with me and welcome the stranger home? So hooray, me boys, hooray. On a moor to the west, I will roam. But the sun it will shine in the harvest time to welcome poor Paddy home. Scotsmen can boast of the thistle, the English will boast of the rose, and Paddy will boast of that emerald isle where the sweet little shamrock grows. So hooray, me boys, hooray, all no more to the west I will roam, but the sun it will shine in the harvest time to welcome poor Paddy home. Settled all over our land The horse and the plough and the goat and the sow Fell into the stranger's hand So hooray, me boys, hooray On the moor to the west I will roam But the sun it will shine In the harvest time To welcome poor Paddy home And the sun it will shine the harvest time to welcome poor Paddy home. Oh, that was Woo-hoo! great. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, you know what? It was sad. I don't know what it is. Sad. Sad. I don't know what it is with you people, but you just <laughs> make me sad. It's the happiest sad song we know. <laughs> That's great. Isn't that great? Oh yeah, and I, I, I think it's funny that I said that because I was listening to this. I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. This is I'm about to ball. <laughs> I know. You know, there's something about could, that music. They could sing the happiest song about <laughs> doves and unicorns, and I'd be, just be crying. And you throw in some bagpipes in there, and I'm just a basket case. 
Ah, well, we've got a lot more show for you coming up. Minutia Men will be right back. What do you get when you hear a, a celebrity Minutia Men interview, Dave? You will get Mark Cuban and Anthony Scaramucci, Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch and the bully from the Christmas Story. Yes. The voice of Siri and She Shed Cheryl. My God, it list goes on. So you'll get Minutia, Celebrity Minutia Men interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. This is Stick to Everything. I'm Larry. And I'm Paul M. Banks. This week, we decide to get a little bit zen with things in this pandemic world. We look at the simpler things in life and getting back to nature and just how much we've learned to appreciate things we may have overlooked before. Again, doing things simpler, doing things better. And yes, I even talk about my car and how much it still means to me. Is that zen? We think so. Take a listen. Maybe you'll think the same, too. Listen to Stick to Everything podcast with Larry Hawley and Paul M. Banks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You, what in the heck is a banker's box, Steve? I never knew what that was in all these years. I'd never heard of it. Just like you probably didn't have much dealings with a hope chest. No. Well, everybody should keep a banker's box handy, just in case. We'll get into all of this on the next Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcast just search for radio misfits and we're back dave what do you got more minutiae yeah as you know rick i'm a i'm a professor dr stern and i uh teach social media and digital communication so i'm gonna go over this story i'm gonna talk real slow for your little bachelor's degree (laughs) okay so in case you in case you don't understand this but guess what fast food restaurant chain did not attend one of my lectures on social media don'ts do tell. International Women's Day was just a couple of days ago. I think it was Monday. And Burger King somehow thought that a tweet <laughs> that said, women belong in the kitchen was a good idea. Did you see this? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Initially, the company said the social media post was supposed to promote its scholarship for female chefs. But obviously, <laughs> it didn't go over particularly well <laughs> and has received hundreds of thousands of negative and sarcastic responses as you can imagine but what i think first of all this is horrible and how did you should have done the jenkins jingle actually how did this actually get done is what i'm thinking you know what when the guy types it out or the woman types it types it out that's a social media you know guru at burger king how did that possibly that they think that that would possibly be, be a good idea um do you have a theory well i don't have a theory but what I think is pretty funny is this is not the first time that Burger King got into trouble for a social media post. I don't know if you remember in 2018. Do you remember the World Cup? Obviously. Oh, I do remember this. Yeah, that's right. What what they did is Burger King tweeted that they were going to give free Whoppers for life for any Russian woman that got impregnated by a World Cup Superstar, did you re- do you remember this? Yes, and that was to ensure the best football genes. Yeah. So, so yeah. obviously, Burger King did not learn their lesson, and don't they need to take Professor Stern's class? Well, I think they need to come to us, you know, just to uh, just to come up with some slogans because we can do slogans that are compelling and not demeaning to women. 
I, I have a few. D- yeah, please. <laughs> would you? Uh, <clears throat> this one I, for International Women's Day, for instance. This would be one. Honey, fix me a burger, please. See, I got the please in there. <laughs> so that's okay. the that's the magic word. Here's another one. Honey, you're my burger queen. A whopper with everything. What do you think? That's nice. That's nice. Sure. That's that. That's yeah. That's great. A woman's place is in the kitchen because that's where the knives are. That's very empowering. That one's empowering to women. So, if you're a woman and if you're in the kitchen listening to this podcast, only if you want to be in the kitchen, you don't have to be in the kitchen. That's fine. And as you know, me and you have taken on the traditional female roles in our if there were traditional female roles that we are still in our marriages yeah right we we are we do all the cooking yes basically. that is true that's true and the, you know and whining yeah and they do all the their work yeah woodworking right yeah. and right exactly gr- fixing goading yeah <laughs> goading and uh or is it grouting i can't even remember what it is i don't know i'd ask my wife but she's fixing the car right now so uh, we'll have to talk to her afterwards all right, it's time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where we uh, reach our hand in the jar, pull out a name, and tell the story. And we've talked about Jim Peterick many times. He is a uh, local Chicago treasure. It turns out every time we interview a uh, musician of any kind... They all know Jim. They like, yeah. oh, I've been to Chicago many times. I got a buddy there. His name is Jim Peterick, and I've, of course, I have one of his guitars. I got at a, a celebrity auction, and Dave, you of course remember this. You and I had him in the studio, and I got to play that guitar for him. And you, you got to sing backup vocals. Do you remember? What do you mean? Do I remember? I listen to this tape every night. <laughs> Good. Well, I don't think our listeners have listened to it in a long time, so I thought I would bring it back and play it for them, and here uh-huh. it is. All right, so I got to I got to show you something here. What do you got? This uh this guitar Ooh. here, this Ooh. cherry red. That's cute. Ricky Strat. What's the name? Uh Bessie. We call her Bessie. <laughs> Bessie. Yeah. Uh this has uh, been autographed by a, a a Jim Peterick. That's me. Um it says you got the eye of the tiger. I actually won this. In a charity auction oh, that's uh, awesome. uh, for my godson's uh, school of St. James. Yeah. And I have been practicing. You have? Your songs. Are you good? I, well, you know, only your songs. Oh, thank God. It's uh, the funny no, thing. Well, that could be a butcher deal. Well, you know. It could be the guitar. It <laughs> magic? Could, Is it magic? It might be magic. So here's if, what if I... If you're good at it, it's magic. Th- that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I'd like to do. Um, and Tony, you should not be videotaping this. <laughs> All right, here's what I'd like to do. Um, I want you to just tell me any song that you wrote. Okay. And I will play the opening first few chords just you to show you that I can do it. And okay. On, on my new guitar. Well, I'm going to keep it pretty easy. Um, All right. Try vehicle. Okay, you're ready? Okay, I- I'm ready. Okay. All right. Here you go. I'm gonna get ready. Get your hands on All right. yeah. Oh, yeah. Two, three, four. You get I, this, so is good. this is unbelievable. I only got this first part. You know the bridge. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yep. 
Now, do you know this part? Yeah, you do. Evidently, you do. Thank you. Thank you. You got the rock and roll face, Thank too, you. when you were doing that. That's a good stink face there. Thank buddy. you. Thank you. Well, you're oh good. There's three groupies that just came to the, the window. That's unbelievable. Well, how about how about something a little more obscure? Because everyone, really? everyone right. can do that song. Well, this one, if so you get this, you're my hero. Okay. All right. In a, obviously, you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> little Hold On Loosely. Oh, okay. of course. Yeah. That's my wife's favorite song, right? Okay, get ready, Rick. Here it goes. You got it. Oh, yeah. Performed by 38 Special. Great fretwork. Thank you. You know this part? Of course. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like your fingers are just doing it, and you're not even controlling them. Yep. Let's sing along. Please let No, I can't sing, but I can play. Don't, Don't let, let go. go. Oh, Dave. If you cling to your timing, you're going to lose control. Your baby needs someone to believe it. Oh, hold on. Oh, man. That's thank awesome, you. Rick. Thank you. That's that is a magic guitar. So thank you for the guitar. You, I'm going to take it back. Uh, if, you, if you wouldn't mind putting my name on I it. I will you know, do it. That'd, that'd be uh, swell. Sparky, right? <laughs> that was fun. He's a great guy. He really, I really love every time he comes in. Yeah, we should have him on again soon. Uh, I'm sure yeah. we can come up with some excuse. Uh, but this coming yeah. week, we have a very exciting guest. Uh you know, I, I like talking to writers. I like talking to all creative people, but uh, I especially like talking to writers. And this is somebody that uh, you turned me on to. Why don't you tell people about him a little bit? Well, a, uh, William Demeron. And what William Demeron in 2019, I believe it was, he wrote his memoir, The Lie, A Memoir of Two Marriages, Catfishing and Coming Out. Uh, it was an extremely popular book. I'm not, I don't know if it was on the New York Times bestseller. But it was a New York Times editor's choice, and you got to be a pretty good to get there, as yeah. we know. Uh, and we had him on, and we talked about his real remarkable story about him writing the book, um, some of the fallout, and how, um, well, you'll have to listen. Listen. Oh, yeah. Let's listen to this. Here we go. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. You have two daughters, correct? Yeah. Actually, I say I have four daughters because my husband has two girls from a previous marriage and a son. So we have five kids together. Wow. Brady Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Five, six of a Brady. You're 87% of a Brady Bunch. Nice work. <laughs> we call it the Gady Bunch. But yeah. <laughs> That's it's awesome. <laughs> Um, so you mentioned, I think, in another interview that you considered it a remarkable success based on the reaction of your daughters after they read it. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that whole emotion, giving it to your, your kids. Yeah. When you write a memoir, you, you don't go through it alone. My youngest daughter was a big supporter right away. She's more of the extrovert and she read it and she loved it and thought it was great. My older daughter, I told her about the book and I sent it to her and she would send me a text and say, wait a minute, you never told me about the stuffed animal that you and mom replaced that I didn't know about. It was all these little <laughs> secrets like that. If you'd like to hear the rest of the interview, it's uh, out there this coming Wednesday on the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. You know, Rick, we were kind of like radio DJs today. Yeah. We played two songs. <laughs> we were. <laughs> That we had total permission to play from both of the uh, artists. 
Uh, well, special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. He really, in this show, uh, earned his money. Did you hear how good the guitar sounded in both of those shows? Oh, he, yeah. He mic'd it up along with Samuel. So, I mean, they did a great job. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Manusha Man. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of OPI Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's the bizarre tale of a Rolls-Royce Lamborghini car accident. Plus, we talk about the most complex production cars ever made. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast at OPI Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network and friends and everyone at Opi Shows want you to make sure to wash your hands. And if you're still one of those people who don't wash their hands after they use the bathroom, please do that now. That's something you should have been doing anyway. I Cover your mouth when you cough. Uh, Come on, people. And with that, we have a special message from actress, comedian, and fan favorite, Milana Vintrube. I just want to wish the people of Chicago a safe, warm, peaceful stay at home. Please stay healthy. Please help other people stay healthy by staying home. Stay safe, Chicago. Thanks, Milana. Thank you. Guys, seriously, you can save the world by sitting on your ass at home. You cannot afford to miss this opportunity. You won't get another one. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Stay home. You will be saving the world.